This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 110. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. My name is John Middick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, what is going on? Not It's hot out, but not much other than that. It is. It is just blazing out lately. So let's get a full weather report. That's what we're here for. We like <laughs> to talk about the weather. I hate podcasts that do that, actually. So no, we're not going to talk about it the It matters for colored all. pencils, though. They could be melting. It, yeah. Don't leave them in your car. Yeah. Close the windows, turn on the AC. All right. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? Today we are going to give you some tips to get you in the mood to draw. So recently I was quite ill and I have not painted or drawn much in the last, I don't know, three weeks. Barely anything at all. And now it's getting to the time where I need to get back to that easel. And I realized last night as I was trying to paint, I was just could not get in the mood. I did not want to work on anything. I wanted to do anything, but actually nothing sounded like fun. And it finally clicked. My apartment hasn't had a really good cleaning in a couple of weeks, and I am too neurotic to deal with that. And my husband's been straightening up and helping out. I mean, he's been very good, but his idea of clean and my idea of clean are not on the same planet. So one of the things that I did was started to clean. And I need, for me, I've got to have the entire place clean. It can't just be the studio. I'm, and again, this is going to come down to you personally, but I, I need gotta everything. i got to insert something right here, though. So Matt, So Matt's like... Don't worry about it, hun. All the dishes will still be there when you're yeah. feeling better. <laughs> no, no, he's actually been much better about that. And it's funny. Because oh, he's not he like used, me. Huh? No, he used to be such a pig. And since we moved into this apartment, I don't know what happened. Well, I threatened his life. I think that's what happened. But ever since, he, I mean, I used to threaten his life all the time. He doesn't care. He knows nothing's going to happen. But now he is just... Like, on top of, of that, it'll make him crazy when I leave stuff in the sink. And when, with me, if I leave something in the sink, it's like, well, I'm going to be the one who cleans it up. So, you know, I'm going to be the one that does it in the next 15 minutes. So if it sits there for a few minutes or a few hours, it's okay with me. If he leaves something in the sink, he's leaving it there for me. Well, he doesn't really do that so much anymore. He's gotten pretty good. Okay, occasionally. But, I mean worlds away from what he used to be but yeah the the apartment just was not as clean as what i really was hoping to have done so i did everything baseboards the blinds the everything got clean today and that alone as i walked by as i'm cleaning i cleaned my studio cleaned all the bathrooms everything is super clean i walk by my artwork and it's like i feel it I want mm -hmm, to paint mm -hmm. now. That one thing. It's like I didn't even realize how much it was irritating me knowing that things weren't as clean. Because I normally clean every single Sunday. Everything gets scrubbed down. And and then I, of course, clean throughout the week. But, I mean, that's my big thing. And that hasn't been done in the last couple of weeks. I've just been in bed. And every, I mean, washing sheets. Everything got done today. And just knowing that, I feel so much better and so much more excited to work. Now, yeah. my studio's organized. I put my 
my paint where it needs to go. Everything is where it's supposed to be right now. And it makes me so much more excited to get back to that easel. Yeah, because everything else is taken care of. You get those primary needs, you know, just like met. And then you feel like, okay, now I can do this other thing. This exactly. thing that is more enjoyment. Yeah. And you don't even necessarily notice that it's hanging over your head. It's just like, okay, I have to go paint now. That's my priority. I can clean later. I'll clean on. I thought I'd clean Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just, when it finally clicked, no, mm -hmm. this is my problem right now. This has to take priority because I can't right. function. Yeah, and th that's that's a similar thing that happens when when I have pencils just laying everywhere, all over my desk in an unorganized way, and maybe I'm working on two projects at the same time, and I have a set over here and a set over on the left side, a set over on the right side, and then everywhere in between. And you know, even if you have everything else clean in your studio and in your house it's like that just that can just drive you nuts because you start getting crowded you have this crowded feeling then when you're mm -hmm. at your desk and it's like ah i guess gotta you know i get rid of all these pencils they're just unorganized and i don't know there's something about the mental state you know you've got to be in the right mental state and you can prepare that for yourself and you know what's funny though i do know of people who work best in clutter and mess and if it's clean they feel lost so you know you, you've got to Take what you think yeah, will work for you, because if you work better in clutter, then that's what's going to work for you. It's just you you have to know what kind of a person you are, which you prefer to work in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a hoarder, that's, you know, that's <laughs> cool with me. That's fine. You, if, you, if you need things, stack, old magazines and papers stacked up to the ceiling, that's good. So... <laughs> But let us know when you are on the next episode of Hoarders, because I love that show. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch. We'll cheer you <laughs> on. <laughs> we'll wear the, the uh, what is it, the gas mask and the respirator to go in and clean. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll yeah. come help clean. Yeah, we'll have the hazmat suits ready. Now, the next thing that I did is also kind of tied into this, because I knew things weren't working for me and I didn't want to paint. I chose to do something in a different style. Now, I've wanted to do a tutorial on a looser painting style in a, for a while, so I decided that's what I was going to do now. This would be a good time to. So I'm working on a portrait. I know it's not colored pencil, but this one is a painting, but it's going to be a much looser style. That's what that lesson will be involved around. And that also helped me to get way more excited to work because it wasn't my what I usually do. It wasn't the thing that I just did the week before and the week before that. It was something totally different. And I've done this before, not even just when I was out for a few weeks and then couldn't get back in the mood of, to paint. But sometimes if you are just not in the mood to really work on a big project, get your sketchbook out and make some quick mm -hmm. sketches. Sketch your dog laying across the room on the floor. Sketch some different things. Or, you know, if you've got a reference photo, just work on some loose sketches, some different styles, maybe crosshatch where you would normally blend smoothly. Try some different things. Point I mean, try a completely different style. Sometimes right. just that that shift in style can really get you in the mood because it's something new, something you've not done before. Yeah. So what what is the medium for that portrait that you're working on? Acrylics. Acrylic. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I, I do like to sketch a lot and have a sketchbook around. But if you're busy and, and taking kids here and there or whatever, grandkids or whatever, or, you know, if you've had a hospital stay or something like that and you just, you know, need to try something different, you're right. Just doing something outside of the, the norm for your artwork can kind of re-energize you. 
And one thing I tried recently when I felt like I just didn't have enough time as I was just the taxi driver for my girls all the time is I just, you know, pulled up the app on my phone, started sketching on there. And then I was like, man, this is irritating. It's so small. <laughs> I want to get paper out and really put something to paper. So it, it can just kind of get you excited again about doing something that is more in the medium that you would prefer. So our next tip is, if you're wanting to get in the mood, is to use some music, some whatever preference of genre of music that would help you to just relax or get in the proper frame of mind to be able to start creating your art. And also along with that, I mean, Lisa and I, we both love audiobooks. And of course, we do have an audible trial for you if you are interested in getting a free book, any book of your choice, at audibletrial.com slash cppodcast. And the cool thing about that is you don't have to use your eyes to be looking over at some things. You can be reading while you're doing your artwork. You can listening to a book. I call it reading. You know, you're listening to the book and you're you're activating all your senses and listening to, you know, this story, creating all of this this theater that's going on in your head while you're able to create your artwork. I mean, for me, I really like that, Lisa, because I can, you know, just kind of unconsciously do the artwork and not sit there and think about every single little thing that I'm doing. You just kind of go on autopilot, you know, there's just something that kicks in. Exactly. And I find I will sit still and sit at that easel and work so much longer. If I've got a good book that I'm really into, I will sit there longer. And one of the things, I don't do it so much anymore, but one of the things that I used to do to make myself either work on artwork or work out or clean the house, those were my three times I allowed myself to listen to whatever my book I was currently obsessed with so it was like things that i maybe wasn't in the mood to i if i did those things i could listen to my book yeah it's a good mental hack you know you're like no i'm not allowed to do that unless i'm doing you know x over here yeah for me it started with only working out and cleaning the house those were the only two times i allowed myself to because those were the two things i really was just like i'm not in the mood to do this right now but it's now turned into or it later then turned into when i realized how well it worked for art where it was like okay i really normally would have only sat here for two hours i put that audiobook on and i'll be there for six seven eight hours no problem yeah, the problem is uh, telling yourself to stop and go yes. to bed or something. You know, that's <laughs> becomes that kind of problem. But yeah, there are over 180,000 titles to choose from in the Audible library. So you are sure to find something that you will just love. So go check it out, audibletrial.com, CP podcast. Yeah, and another thing, going back to music, if music is something that you mm-hmm. prefer... I sometimes will switch the style. If I've been listening to one style for a while, I really like folk music or, well, sort of folk music. Um, I'll listen to that for a while. If I, that's not doing it for me because you kind of get used to hearing that. It's what you hear all the time. I'll switch. Maybe I'll listen to classical now. Um, And for some reason, or techno, that's another one that I've done several times. I'd put techno on and suddenly it was like, I want to work. This is awesome. I'm like, I don't know why, just a different style than what I been obsessively listening to switching it to something new worked really well for me that yeah that's a that's a very good tip although techno i don't know that i could really do that you know techno the thing is when you're listening to techno music every single thing you do feels really epic you know brushing the dog (laughs) epic Uh, cleaning the toilet epic everything you're doing is epic with techno music so when you're working on the artwork it's like i'm in a superhero movie painting but there's techno so that means you feel like a superhero and that you know 
mind games right. we play with ourselves. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of funny because every time that I would sit down, this this happened months ago, but I did it for over a year. Kind of embarrassing in a way, but I'm just going to let it all out here. I would have to listen to Bolero by Ravel. I would have to listen to that every time I sat down. I would listen to that piece. And I <laughs> a lot of people feel like that's the most insane piece of classical music ever because it just repeats itself over and over and over and over. And it you kind of, I don't know, you just, you get in this different frame of mind and you're just kind of, I was just kind of transported into this different place when I would do that. And time just kind of stood still because you, you kind of had no concept of time when you would listen to it. For me, that's the way it was. That's interesting. But, yeah, and I and I was doing that for a while, and I just started kind of worrying about myself. I was like, why do I do that? <laughs> what, what is going on here? So I switched it up a little bit. <laughs> I like the Mountain Goats, another music genre. They're kind of, I don't know, they're kind of like a folk kind of. Well, I, don't know. I mean, anytime you hear something and it just makes you feel, like whatever yeah. it is, you yeah. feel, and then you want to do. Like it's that, if you can hit anything. It's like Pavlov's dog, you know, you yes. start salivating once you once you have the stimulus. It's like, okay, this is what I do. Yes, which actually brings me into number four. For me, having a fancy drink is a must. And for, when I say fancy drink, fancy. I pretty much mean anything that's not water. When I was younger, cherry Pepsi was my thing. I drank that nonstop before I understood health at all but so yes unfortunately that's no longer my my go-to but now like green tea and honey or i'm really obsessed right now with carbonated water or what are they not seltzer water um yeah i guess carbonated water is that what it's called i don't know it's water with bubbles but I'm obsessed with it. And I, if I, ha- I have to have my fancy drink, like if I, I cannot sit at that easel, if I do not have a non-water drink, it can be iced tea, it can be anything, but I need a fancy drink. I used to do snacks, I'd eat grapes or that sort of thing was also another thing I used to do now with my hands. So I'm not as big on the snack thing, but that fancy drink for me, if I don't have that drink, the working, like I just don't feel like I'm in the mood. There have been a few times where I sat down thinking, okay, I'm ready to go. And it's like something's missing. I need, where's my drink? Right, right. Oh, yeah. I, I love having those, uh, like, uh, they're not really teas. They're, you know, I tried something recently. What is it? A Deggio tea? It's a sour kind of tea. It's fermented a little bit. Anyway, herbal kind of teas. I really like those. Those are really good. For me, that puts me in the frame of mind. Like, I got that tea. Now I know I'm going over to the the desk and I'm going to draw. Once I've got that tea, I've got my drawing shirt. My my daughter calls it my drawing shirt. She goes, <laughs> oh, you got your drawing shirt on. <laughs> You're going to draw, aren't you? Like, yeah, I guess I am. So another real big one, though, for me, Lisa, is I, I just have to make myself very comfortable. And I mean, this kind of goes along with what we talked about earlier about cleaning everything up, cleaning your space and all that. But this goes even a little bit beyond that. Like, I have to have the temperature just set just right. And for me, I'm so hot natured. I have to have it very cold. You know, I have to have it like 66 degrees. I have to dress comfortably, like I just talked about. I've got my, my one shirt I have to have. You know, you just have to have your environment set just the way that you want it to to be set so that you know you're you're comfortable 
and you know what you're about to do. Yeah, I'm big. I'm the opposite. I'm always cold. So because my husband's like you, he's always hot. So he wants the air mm-hmm. conditioner. I think 73 is freezing, but mm. he wants it much colder than that. So I luckily in my studio, I've got a sliding glass door. So I'm able to close the vent in here and open the door and let the warm air in. I also like to put on Scentsy. I love having a nice smell. I'm not so much when I'm oil painting, but with colored pencil or any other medium that doesn't have an odor to it. I really like having a fancy smell or potpourri. I used to love, that was my big thing before, potpourri or essential oil, something that just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it just makes me happy and it makes me want to work. The next thing that you can do, number six, would be look through a website like Pixabay, wildlifereferencephotos.com, graphicstock.com. One of these stock photo things, the last two are paid, by the way. Pixabay is free, though, so you don't have to pay anything to look through those. But look through those. You will find it it can be a search for macro image. Sometimes that will do it or a butterfly or, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. Look for, pick a subject and look through those photos. Sometimes you'll see something and it will just inspire you. And with those websites, you can actually draw from those if you find a photo that you really like. But for me, I mean, there have been times where I'm just like, I don't want to paint this thing that I've had the idea I wanted to work on and I'm not in the mood for that. I'll go through and pick a new photo. Pick something new um, that I hadn't planned out. because so, One of the things that I have a tendency to do is plan things way in advance. And I will sometimes make Photoshop mock-ups of what I plan to do way in advance. I'll be super excited about it, but I've got other projects that have to be done first. So time comes around for the project I was planning on, I'm no longer excited about it. It's not new to me anymore. I'm over it. And so I have to sometimes start from scratch and just go back to Pixabay, go to Wildlife Reference Photos or Graphic Stock. Those are two of my big ones I go to all the time. But go to one of those and find a new photo. And that just something new makes it can sometimes make you super excited. Now, you don't want to do that so often that you're not finishing your current project, but sometimes that may be the thing that helps you. Yeah, another thing you can do is just go and look at other artwork, and you can do that online. And there's really actually a cool thing that you can look up the Cultural Institute by Google, Arts and Culture. And you just click around on that, and you just look at historical paintings over time. And that's a really cool thing to take a look at. And actually, you can pick uh, different genres. You can pick the medium, and colored pencil is one of the mediums on there which is really cool. But yeah, you can just kind of see like over time and historically where things kind of began. And, you know, uh, you can look at colored pencil and I think some of the earliest ones are early 1900s, uh, which is kind of neat. But another thing you could do is go to an art gallery today. Even I went to the Azale Gallery of Cincinnati and this that was really something they had a show up there right now, the Oil Painters of America, 26 National Exhibition and Sale. That was really something, just seeing all of those paintings. And, you know, there was 2,500 entries into the show, and I think it was like 250 were accepted or something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers. But there's just something about seeing what other artists are able to create that just kind of energizes you and gets you excited and makes you kind of know what's possible and makes you uh, want to do something on your own. Another thing you can do, too, while you're looking at the other artwork, if you find an artist where you're like, this is really interesting, read about the artist's life. For some Mm -hmm. reason, that Mm -hmm. will do it. Like, I personally am kind of obsessed with reading about Van Gogh's life. And every time I read about that, it's like, I don't know, you get into kind of back into that superhero techno mode. Yes. But you're like, I want to be, I want people to remember me like that. I want to be that. And I don't know, that just makes me like, oh, okay, I'm going to go paint and draw now. Right, right. 
Yeah, there, there's something about it. I mean, it's just, you know, because it's easy enough to kind of ignore the art world and, you know, not... You know, not look around and see what other artists are doing. And even photography is the same thing. I mean, we get a lot of our tips and techniques by looking at images, you know, as well. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of cool and just see what other people are doing. There's actually three, I think three, maybe four artists from Cincinnati that were accepted into that show today that I was looking at. It's pretty incredible. Our last tip, number eight, get a new art book or watch a new tutorial. Every time I read a new book, I've currently been reading the new colored pencil book by Aliona Nicholson. It's called The Colored Pencil Painting Portraits. And you'll hear- I'm so excited about that book. I can't wait to get it. So good. But you, you hear tips in there and you're like, what? It seems like, it may seem like the smallest thing that you just never thought of. And you get so excited, you want to go try it. Like, I've got to apply this to my work now. I can't wait to, I cannot wait to read that. She's, she's so smart. Did you know that I got to be in the book a little bit? Did you? Yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, I was real so excited because. Oh, that's so cool. I'm a huge fan. Like, I mean, when I first started talking to her, I so fangirled out. It's like, oh my gosh, this is the author of the Colored Pencil Painting Bible, which is my favorite, favorite colored pencil book. So the fact that I was talking to her the first time on Facebook Messenger was like, I can't uh-huh. believe she's talking to me. So anyway, when, um. She offered me, because I'd done so many tutorials and so many things with the powder blender, she had me uh-huh. write like a little something about it, and she used one of my nice. images with it. So I, when she asked me to oh, do that, that's I was so, cool. so excited. So, that yeah. Is, that's quite an honor. That it is It awesome. really is. That but is so awesome. But you'll read stuff like that book is the one I've currently been reading. There'll be a tip, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Why did I not think of that? It can be something as simple as the way that you light stuff. Why lighting things this way versus this way makes this happen versus this Mm -hmm. happen. Like things like that. And you're just like, I can't wait to get to the easel. I cannot wait to go apply this to my work now. That's such like, it may seem like the most minor thing, but you read it and it's like, I have to do this now. And you can do the same thing. I mean, if you watch a tutorial, that may get you in the mood. Or if you like to watch live streams, a lot of times artists are live streaming. Put on the live stream while you're working. So it's almost like you're working on art with other artists. It's it's a lot of fun. I know even when I'm doing the live stream myself, I have a blast doing the artwork while I'm live streaming because I feel like I'm hanging out with everybody. Like everyone else is, you know, a lot of people are doing their artwork too and we're all drawing together. It's just fun. But it, that can get you in the mood. Watching tutorials, watching live streams, something where you're going to get one of those tips. It, it could be just a single little gem and that one thing so will put you in the mood because you want to go try it. Yeah, and you're doing live streams every week, aren't you lisa yeah is that right yeah Yeah. that is so that is so awesome yeah and you know i just have to mention the colored pencil magazine right here as well i mean talk about inspiration especially for colored pencil work itself you're going to be exposed to so many different colored pencil artists and see what they're doing with the medium and they're really stretching the limits so many artists are and to be exposed to that and to see what they're doing i mean that's a really good way to be able to do that All right, well, maybe you have something that gets you just in the right mood to draw or to create art, and we would love to hear that. You can reach out to us, podcast at sharpenedartist.com, or you can interact with us in the Facebook group, Colored Pencil Podcast. We would love to have a rating and or a review on Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate that as well. And we love talking to you guys every week. Thank you very much for listening, if I haven't told you lately. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com. So, our next one, it...
Although tech note. Hmm. So our last tip, number eight, get a new art book or watch a new tutorial. Let me try that again. Apple podcast. I can never <laughs> think of that. It sounds so dumb. Uh, it sounds so different, I should say.